You are not hidden. There's never been a moment you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. Though you have been broken, your innocence stolen. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. Hello and welcome to Christ Talk Canada's podcast number 11. So as always, my name is Pastor Michael. And I'm excited to talk to you today about a topic that many Christians face at some point in their faith journey, which is doubt and unbelief. So let us open up in prayer real quick before we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you do in our lives. We thank you for every moment that we get to draw closer to you and and get to know you more and more. Father, we ask that you would be on this podcast and working through me as I speak and that it would bless the listeners today as they hear your word about doubt and unbelief and that their doubt and unbelief, if they are facing anything, Lord, in their life, that it would help them through this period of time in this season that they may be in. So, Father, we just ask this in your precious son's name. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. So yes, my people, my brothers and sisters, welcome to the 11th episode. Um, And as I said, we are going to be talking about doubt and unbelief. So yes, we all have our moments of uncertainty and questioning. And it can be challenging to navigate these emotions while also holding on to our faith. But the good news is, is that doubt is not a sign of weakness or a lack of faith. It is a natural part of the human experience. In fact, even some of the most faithful people in the Bible experience doubt and uncertainty at times. Take Thomas, for example. When the other disciples told him that they had seen the resurrected Jesus, he famously said, unless I see his hands, or in his hands, sorry, the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And that's in John 20, 25, uh, from New King James Version. But when Jesus appeared to Thomas and allowed him to touch his wounds, Thomas exclaimed, sorry, Thomas exclaimed, my Lord and my God. Thomas's doubts was not a barrier to his faith. It actually led to a deeper understanding of who Jesus Christ was. So if you're struggling with doubts or unbelief today, know that you are not alone. Because I also have doubts and unbelief at times. And I think every Christian does at some point in their life. And remember that God is big enough to handle these questions and uncertainties in your life. In fact, the Bible is full of examples of people who brought their doubts to God in prayer. And so... I encourage you today to do the same. But let's continue. 
In the book of Psalms, for example, we see many examples of the psalmist pouring out their hearts to God in times of distress and uncertainty. And the, uh, the, this, this psalm I love and have connected to ever since I became a Christian, which was ancient time ago, 22 years. But Psalm 13, and David cries out, How long, O Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long should I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? That's Psalm 13, verses 1 and 2 uh, from New King James as well. But even in the midst of these doubts and questions, the psalmist declares their trust in God. But I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. And that's Psalm 13, 5 through 6. So what can we do when we are struggling with doubt and unbelief? So here are a few practical tips for you all. Acknowledge your doubt. It's okay to have questions and uncertainties, but don't try to suppress them. Instead, bring them to God in prayer. Seek wise counsel, pastor, mentor, good solid Christian friend, doesn't matter, but seek someone who can hold you accountable in your faith and that will study the word of God with you, show you where God will stand for you and walk with you. Don't just accept anyone to give you counsel and don't believe everything that people say. Make them back it up with the word of God. Make them show you where it is in the word of God. And if they can't and they speak on their own authority, push it aside. It's not worth listening to. Even if it is Bible related, if they cannot show you in the word of God where it is, don't give it any second thought. The next one is, is this, study the Bible yourself. Know it for yourself. Dive into the Holy Scriptures, the Word of God, the, the very words that came out of the mouth of God. Study them, know them, make them a part of who you are, and seek to understand what God has to say about doubt and faith. And then, obviously, the last one will be prayer. Prayer is a powerful tool, people, for connecting with God and seeking his guidance. And don't be afraid to pour your heart out to him in times of doubt and uncertainty. He is listening and he loves you and he loves when you cry out to him, asking him for help. But remember that doubt is not the opposite of faith. It is a part of it. And when we bring our doubts to God, he can use them to deepen our understanding and strengthen our faith. He will put things in our path that will make us have more faith in Christ, more faith in God, more faith in the Holy Spirit, more faith in the Word of God. So we're going to dive a little deeper into the topic of doubt and unbelief. And one of the biggest challenges that many Christians faith is feeling like they have to have all the answers and they do not you are just a human being you are a sinner saved by the grace of christ and what he did on the cross for you 
It is not about you, and it will never be about you. It is always, always about Jesus Christ. We can sometimes feel like we need to have a perfect understanding of God and his ways. And that our, any doubts or uncertainties that we have somehow is a sign of weakness or lack of faith. But the reality is that none of us have all the answers. And we will never fully know the whole plan that God has for us. Because God is unfathomable, people. God is greater than we could ever, ever, ever comprehend in our lifetime. And we will still have so many things that we will learn and grow and mature in when we finally reach the ultimate destination. And that is the kingdom of heaven. When we finally get to be with God day in, day out. God's ways are higher than our own. And there are aspects of his nature and character that are beyond human understanding. This doesn't mean that we should seek to under that we shouldn't seek to understand God, sorry, as much as possible. It, and it's not saying that we should not have a deep, deep, intimate relationship with him. But it does mean this that we need to embrace the fact that we will always have questions and uncertainties in our life. And another challenge that comes with doubt and unbelief is feeling like we're the only ones going through it. And it can be easy to feel isolated and alone when we are struggling with our faith, especially if we are in a community of, of believers where everyone else seems to have it all figured out. We feel like the outcast. We feel like we're the odd person out. And that is not how God wants us to feel. God loves us. And God is with us. But the truth is that doubt is a universal human experience. And many Christians have gone through seasons of uncertainty and questioning. Whether they look like they have it all together or they pretend like they have it all together, people have and are struggling with doubt and unbelief right now, even as I speak this. I want to encourage you to take some time to reflect on your own faith journey. Think about the times when you have felt closest to God and the times when you felt furthest away. What were the factors that contributed to those feelings? Were there specific events or circumstances that caused you to doubt or have uncertainty? And were there, were there when you were feeling close to God, when you were feeling like everything was great and with your relationship with God, where were you? What were you doing? What was going on in your life? As you reflect on your journey, try to identify any patterns or themes that emerge. Are there certain topics or aspects of your faith that you feel particularly uncertain about? Are there any underlying fears or anxieties that might be contributing to your doubts? Once you've identified some of these patterns, take some time out and just talk to God. Talk to your Father who is in heaven, who is waiting to hear from you. Share your fears and uncertainties with him. Ask him to give you wisdom and guidance as you navigate these emotions. And remember that God is patient, loving, kind, gentle. He wants to help you grow in your faith. He wants you to be a mature 
believer in him. One important thing to keep in mind as we navigate doubt and unbelief is that it's okay to ask questions. In fact, asking questions is an important part of growing in our faith. And the Bible is full of stories of people who asked questions of God and struggled with doubt, from Job to the disciples themselves. In the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 24 to 29, we read the story of Thomas, as we were talking about before, who famously doubted that Jesus had risen from the dead. But rather than condemning Thomas for his doubts, Jesus appeared to him and invited him to touch the wounds, saying, Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Similarly, in Mark 9.24, we read the story of a father who asked Jesus to heal his son, saying, I believe, help my unbelief. This is a powerful reminder that even when we have doubts and uncertainties, we can still turn to God and ask for help in strengthening our faith. Do you know how many times that I have quoted that very scripture to God and saying, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. I don't know why I struggle with my faith. And God is not condemning me. God doesn't say, well, you know, Michael, uh, because you didn't believe in me today, uh, I'm not going to help you. No, God is there for me. God is there for you. God loves you. God wants the best for you. God wants you to have a stronger faith. And as Christians, we believe that God is bigger than our doubts and our, and our uncertainties. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. And he has promised to be with us always, even when we struggle to understand his ways. As we seek to navigate the doubt and unbelief that we hold, let's hold on to the promise of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2, which says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, like, <laughs> wow. I, that's all I'm going to say is wow. You know, and another important aspect of navigating doubt and unbelief is recognizing that it's not just an intellectual exercise, people. Doubt and uncertainties can often be tied to our emotions, our experiences, and even our physical health. It's an important part to take care of ourselves holistically. And as we seek to understand and overcome these feelings, we must be obedient to the word of God. So this means, you know, practicing self-care through activities like exercise, meditating on God's word, spending time in just nature, enjoying God's creation. It might even mean seeking out, you know, therapy or counseling to address underlying emotional or mental issues. And it might mean taking steps to address any physical health concerns that could be impacting our mental or emotional well-being. And as we navigate the doubt and unbelief, it's also important to remember that our faith is not a one-size-fits-all experience. 
We all have unique relationships with God, and our journey of faith will look different from one another. We cannot, we should not compare ourselves or our walks or our relationship with God to another person. What works for one person may not work for another, and that is okay. In Romans chapter 14, verse 5, Paul writes this, One person considers one day more sacred than the other. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. This is a powerful reminder that we should never judge or condemn others for their doubts or uncertainties. And that we should seek to follow God's leading in our own lives. So I want to encourage you to hold on to the hope and faith that Jesus Christ gives you. And that we can navigate this doubt and unbelief that we are going through. And as Christians, we believe that God is a God of hope. And that he has a plan and purpose for each of our lives. And we just need to seek it out and know it for ourselves. Never mind, you know, anyone else. You and your relationship with Christ is all that matters. Even when we can't see the way forward, trust. Trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit to a greater understanding and a deeper faith. In Jeremiah 29, 11, which I love this verse. I love this verse. God says this, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. God, give me that scripture and make it my heart's cry today. And for all my brothers and sisters that are dealing with doubts and disbelief, let us hold on to this promise as we navigate the ups and downs of our doubt and unbelief, knowing that God is with us every step of the way. And one way to cultivate hope and overcome doubt is to seek out the wisdom and guidance, as I said before, from people who are solid and mature in the faith. Don't be running to someone who has just accepted Christ. Don't be running to someone who plays yo-yo Christianity. Don't be running to a pastor who shows that they are a godly man on a Sunday, but lives his life recklessly, worldly, all throughout the rest. Don't believe everybody. As I said, know the word of God for yourself and do not rely on someone else's thinking or mind or comprehension of it. Read it for yourself, people. Know the Word of God. That's all I'm going to say on that topic. <laughs> but in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, verses 9 to 12, we read, Two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So see, being in a pair, being with your spouse, being with a good friend, being with a pastor, being with whoever is going to pour into your life and commit, uh, and commit and, 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 and keep you strong in the word of God is the person that you need to be around with. And maybe God will put someone in your life for a season or two 
or maybe for a short time or a long time. It all depends on God's plan for you. Though, you know, one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. So I just wanted to say, you know, like that, that even when we, when, even when we, uh, um, you know, when we have someone that, that can work with us, that can help us and, and help us to be accountable to our faith and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, when they fall, you're there to pick them up. And when you fall, you're there or they're there to pick you up. In James uh, chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, we read this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything let's embrace this perspective let us work with god and navigate through the doubts and unbelief knowing that god is using even our doubts to bring about his purposes for our life and as we come to the end of this podcast, I want to leave you with a few key takeaways today, okay? Number one is this. Doubt and unbelief are a natural part of our faith journey, and it's okay to have questions and uncertainties. It's okay to ask a pastor for help, a brother or sister in Christ for help, or or anyone that knows the Lord better than we do, that has been with the Lord for many years more than us. Okay, doubt and unbelief, number two, sorry, doubt and unbelief can be, can be tied to our emotions, experiences, and physical health. So it is important to take care of ourselves uh, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And, and as we seek to understand and overcome these feelings, then we will have a stronger faith in Christ and we'll be able to get past when we face another season or another trial or another temptation of, of our doubt or unbelief. Okay, number three is we should never judge or condemn others for their doubts or uncertainties. So see, a lot of people do not want to talk about what they are going through in fear that they are going to be rejected or passed over or felt like they don't matter. But that is not how God would treat that person. God is there for them. God wants to help them. God wants to be in their lives. So when you as a Christian push that other person away because of the questions, because of the doubts, you are not doing the work of God the Father. You're not doing the work of God the Son. You're not doing the work of God the Holy Spirit. You are saying, I'm going to judge you based on what I see and hear coming from you. No, we need to always approach it how God would. Number uh, four, sorry, seeking out the wisdom and guidance of others. Again, uh, cultivating community and support, embracing our doubts as an opportunity for growth can help us navigate the doubt and unbelief that we uh, may have and, and that we can turn it into a very positive, very productive way of growing our faith. Sometimes God will, will allow certain things to happen in our life where it will teach us something that we maybe did not know before and that we needed to know. We need to go through it so that we can stand even stronger and even firmer on the word of God as our full truth. 
Okay, and the last one, above all, let's hold on to hope as we navigate this journey, knowing that God is with us, that he will never leave us nor forsake us, that he is holding us in his hand and that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can take us from, the, from God's hand, period, end of story. We need to stop thinking that, oh, just because I messed up one time or 10 times or 100 times or 1,000 times, oh, God doesn't love me anymore. God doesn't need me or want me anymore. God doesn't have a plan for me. Wrong, wrong, brothers and sisters, wrong. We are chosen by God. We are predestinated by God according to what the Bible tells us. Okay? So, as, uh, as we're going to close, I just want to say, if you need any help, if you are struggling with doubts and fears, if you want to just talk to someone that has been through these kinds of things, or you just want to talk in general, please, please go onto my website, ChristTalk.ca, and, and fill out the form. Or you can email me directly at info at ChristTalk.ca. You, uh, we have a brand new website now where you can contact me in several different ways, social media, whatever it is. I'm going to be there for you. I want to support you. I want to encourage you. I want to lift you up in the name of Jesus Christ. So let us pray. Dear God, Heavenly Father, Precious Lord, as we come to the end of this episode of the podcast today, Lord, we lift up to you all of those people out there right now who are struggling with doubt and unbelief who are struggling with the fact that they feel they are not worthy of your love or your grace lord we ask that you would meet them in their doubts and uncertainties and that you would give them the the the, the presence of your of your holiness and just melted upon them like wax lord and that you would fill them with your love grace and hope we pray lord that you would guide them and direct them as they seek to understand and navigate these complex feelings lord that you would surround them with a body of believers that can support and encourage them Help them to remember that doubt and unbelief is a natural part of the faith journey and that we are not on our own, that we do not have to have everything figured out on our own, Lord, that we can trust in you even when we don't understand everything. Lord God, may we embrace our doubts as an opportunity for growth and transformation in the faith that we hold in jesus christ even if it's a small faith right now may we hold on to your hope and your unfailing love and faithfulness for us we pray for your continued guidance and presence in our lives and we seek and ask that the holy spirit would fill us, be with us, and lead us into all truth. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we say, Amen. So, uh, thank you 
again so much for joining me here on the podcast at Christ Talk Canada about navigating uh, doubt and unbelief. I hope that this discussion has been helpful and encouraging for you as you journey through your faith. Remember that doubt and uncertainty are normal parts of the faith journey and that we can trust in God's plan for our lives even when we don't have all the answers. So in, in the next podcast, um, you know, where we'll be diving into another topic that God lays on my heart. And I just want you to know that if you have been blessed by this podcast and you feel led to donate uh, to the ministry, to the podcast, um, to everything that I'm trying to do for the Lord now, um, you can do so on the website now, christtalk.ca. Um, you can click the little download or the little donate button that's on the left hand side uh, near the bottom of the page um, and you can donate whatever you feel five dollars ten dollars whatever the Lord leads you to um, but we don't expect anyone to donate we're not uh, we're not pressing for it we don't we don't want you to feel like you are obligated to do so or anything like that um, it's only if you feel led only if you want to help the ministry as always I write uh, you know blogs and, and other things uh, we have new features on the brand new website I'm now selling my book directly on the website uh, which will take you right to Amazon I believe it's available in Canada and US uh, in both digital and paperback format for Canada and US sorry um, and I'm always always seeking for guest speakers uh, to share their perspective and insights on various topics related to the Christian faith, Christian living, theology, doctrine, whatever it may be. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast with me, please reach out to me at info at christtalk.ca. Finally, I just want to let you know that I love you, I care for you, I want the best for you, and I'm here to help and serve the Lord Jesus Christ with you to support you in your faith journey, okay? So if you need to talk, if you want to talk, I am available to help you out, okay? So I pray for you daily. I thank you all for listening, and I ask that you would be blessed in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. Oh